This, 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 this is mythical. We're so excited to introduce you to Great Jones. Great Jones makes high-quality, thoughtfully designed cookware that's so stunning, you won't want to put it away. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to non-stick sheet pans, they've got you covered. Heck yeah, they do. Their products come in a variety of amazing colors, from classic black and white to pinks, greens, yellows, and blues. And the best part, Nicole... Everything's non-toxic. Josh, I've been in the market for a kettle for months. Yeah, I've heard I've, you talk about it a weird amount. Yeah, I've bought like a bunch, returned a bunch, but I just got my hands on the Great Jones Fellow Kettle collab, and I got it in the color broccoli, and I'm so excited to make artisanal teas and coffees. I'm trying to get on my coffee game right now, and I'm mm. so excited to use a gooseneck kettle. We have no idea. I'm excited to use their yellow hot dish, a.k.a. casserole dish. Shout out to Minnesota and Fargo, North Dakota. Uh, but right. I'm, I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, I'm an adult. I should have nice vessels to serve food out of sure, instead of just serving it on like stainless steel restaurant style things. And I like it. It's cute. It's got a good design. Bakes really well. Holds heat. I'm in, baby. And once you try Great Jones, you'll want to share it with friends. They make stunning gifts that are actually useful. Weddings, housewarming parties, birthdays. It's the perfect gift for the foodie in your life. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SANDWICH. That's greatjones.com, promo code SANDWICH. I believe it was the great philosopher Gucci Mane who once said, if a man does not have the sauce, then he's lost. But the same man can be lost in the sauce. Well, today, dear listeners, we get lost in the sauce. Hot sauce, that is. This is a hot dog as a sandwich. Ketchup is a smoothie. Yeah, I put ice in my cereal, so what? That makes no sense. A hot dog is a sandwich. A hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> what? Welcome to our podcast, A Hot Dog is a Sandwich, the show where we break down the world's biggest food debates. I'm your host, Josh Ayer. And I'm your host, Nicole Hendizada. And today, Nicole, we're discussing the greatest hot sauce of all time. Oh, Tapatio. Well, you uh, can, no, you can't just end the no, podcast in eight seconds. Well, but yeah, like Loki okay. is step two, right? See you, see you next week, everybody. <laughs> hey, what a great podcast signing off. Um, yeah, I think I think it's uh, there is no such thing as the best hot sauce. No, there are hot Doesn't sauces it? for different uses, and totally. they all are beautiful in their own special snowflake way. Absolutely, and I don't think we can we're going to find the answer to that today. I think we're going to find the answer for you and I, and I think that's really important. But right. I don't think we're going to find the the end all be all sauce boss number one. Ever. I don't but think that's possible. we know two people who did try and do that, Nicole. Yes, they are our bosses. They're called R- R- Roger Roger and L- Letty. 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 <laughs> Roger no, Letty's and, from... Uh, from Re- Roger and Letty? <laughs> I'd watch Where did that. that come from? No, so Red and Link, they did the uh, hot sauce tournament to mm-hmm. try and find the greatest hot sauce. Yes. And they specifically did one on the like mainstream hot sauces, right? Not these new artisanal hot sauces that are all... I mean, not all fantastic, but a lot of them are very delicious. Mm-hmm. But on the mainstream hot sauces, and I wanted to kind of go through their rankings, how they did in the tournament tournament and sort of give our own professional take because they're they're amateurs right I think we can say um, that they're not in I the don't room think they're, I actually think they're kind of experts they've been tasting things on the internet for a long time yeah right when I said that I was like if they're amateurs yeah. then no one is professional exactly this is, this is literally they're their like bag. pro eaters but I think that we have a more attuned trained palate I think mm, we okay. can dissect the cultural implications of their hot sauce choices you know okay. in a way they can't Okay. So I think I think we should go through it. So ultimately, what one was Cholula hot sauce? And you mentioned Tapatio being the greatest. Tapatio went head-to-head against Cholula uh-huh. in the second round uh-huh. and lost. And that 
although I prefer Tapatio, uh-huh. if there is one hot sauce to have for the rest of my life between Tapatio and Cholula, uh-huh. I don't know that I could choose Tapatio. Why? Is it the bitterness? Because it has a really it has a really strong bitterness that people don't always recognize. It does. It's, it's got this like dusky chili heat. You're getting more mm-hmm. chili flavor in there, whereas totally. Cholula... Okay, so what I think is really inter- interesting about a lot of these mainstream hot sauces mm-hmm. is they're primarily like, you know, uh, Mexican versus American South, typically, if you think about it, right? Yeah, especially with this ranking. There's a few there's a few randos in there, but no, I agree with so you. So a lot of these are, uh, when I say American South, typically from Louisiana. I mean, even Tabasco is made in Louisiana. It was named after the Mexican state, but has yeah. absolutely nothing to do with Mexico. I have it, a question. Go ahead. Was it made on an island? Yeah, what's it yeah, called, though? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe t- uh, maybe t- t- Tabasco. <laughs> the island of Tabasco. I actually don't know, but I do on, think I'm, the I'm peppers... I do think the peppers are made on an island yeah, Avery, Avery Island. Uh-huh, it yeah, is a yeah, whole yeah. Tabasco processing daughter? facility. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, and so we have the American South hot sauces, like the Cajun South hot sauces that are mainly cayenne pepper, vinegar, yep. and salt. Those are the only ingredients in mm-hmm. Tabasco. Then you get, you know, Frank's Red Hot. You got Texas Pete. All of these are very, very similar. And then you have them against the Mexican hot sauces, which typically are much more chili forward. Totally, yeah. But Cholula for me... It almost walks that line between a Tapatio and a Frank's Red Hot. It has that creaminess. It has that creamy processed flavor that Frank's That xanthan gum, baby. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it really does have that like thickened, almost cre- like you you put your finger like, this is viscous. This is mm-hmm. creamy. It has a very distinct texture. It's a mouthfeel. Tap- tapatio is just watery, chilly goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which which is what I love it for. I love yeah. Tapatio on a breakfast burrito is to me absolutely unrivaled. I don't know yeah. what, what it is about that, but I think the thing that it misses a little bit is that pure formula of the American Southern hot sauces that is just like, this is salt, this is acid, this is spice. There's not a ton of character to it, but that's what we're adding to your dish. And that is, those are things that I typically want added to all my dishes, right? Yes, of course. And that's what I'm doing it for. So I think Cholula is really interesting in that it walks that line between you got the nice chili flavor. Mm-hmm. And so I think they did maybe get this one right. I mean, let's look at the other hot sauces that it beat out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Frank, Frank's Red Hot. It, it took on Frank's Red Hot in the finals. Yes. I like Frank's, but I like Buffalo Frank's more than anything else. They're Buffalo for for all the bodybuilding fiends out there. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank's Buffalo sauce. Nicole, you're talking about like creaminess in a hot yeah. sauce. So Buffalo sauce is traditionally just butter and hot sauce, essentially. Yeah. Th- those are the bones of it. It is. Um, it should be clarified butter so it doesn't really separate. But mm-hmm. anyways, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo version so is just good. chemical thickener plus Frank's Red Hot. But it's so good because it has zero calories. <laughs> it's delicious, yeah. yeah. yeah it's really good. It's fan-freaking-tastic. That said, of these like Louisiana style hot sauces the Frank's Red Hot um, you know the Texas Pete the Crystal Crystal got beat out round one in shocking I love Crystal hot sauce one of my top three but are any sure. of them actually different blind taste test do you think we're, I'm no. not about to pull out hot sauces to blind taste like, test where like are the they, Pepsi your grundle? <laughs> yeah warmed in my grundle do you think you can tell the difference maybe I don't know I don't think so I don't think so I, I think even... I can maybe get Frank's Red Hot and I think I could definitely get Red Rooster Red, Red Rooster, Rooster was not included is, I was just about to say where's Red Rooster Red Rooster reminds me of my brother so much. He used to literally have a ball of Red Rooster with every single meal. It was crazy. Red Rooster is one of those Bomb. American hot sauces that has like more chili heat and pulp and Isn't, flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, it's pulp. It has it's like pulpy. chili pulp in it. Which it's is like really you get the orange juice with pulp. Like Red Rooster is like the Louisiana hot sauce <laughs> with pulp. With pulp. <laughs> which is kind of why I like it. But that said, when you when you buy a Louisiana style hot sauce, just a normal table sauce, which one are you getting? Crystal. I get Crystal too. Yeah. But I kind of think Frank's Red Hot tastes better. 
I don't know. I don't know I don't how know. to explain there's some, it. There's something about Franks and, you know, I know the, the adage is put that blank on everything, but I don't want to put it on everything. I don't want my hot sauces to be this thick, processed goodness. Like, mm-hmm. I like the idea of there being a little bit of separation. I like being able to look at the sauce and have a clear distinction between the chili and the mm. vinegar. You want I a like, little bit more natural. And it's like, a naturalissimo. Not that it really matters when, in the grand scheme of things, my hot sauce preferences, but I like the idea of having a sauce that has a little bit less creaminess because Mm -hmm. if I'm putting typically whenever I'm eating food I'm trying to think about the foods that I eat like if I'm eating a burrito Uh, a fig newton you're eating a fig newton right before this I'm hungry I'm not gonna put hot sauce on my fig newton but like coward example like I'm eating a poke bowl okay yeah 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 I'm eating a poke bowl. Everyone puts sriracha on it. But no, if I don't have sriracha, if I have to choose between Crystal and Frank's, I'm probably going to put Crystal on it because chances are my poke bowl has creamy wasabi on it mm, already. Mm, so, I'm thinking about the, so I'm thinking about the creaminess aspect. Like For you, the hot sauce seems to be filling in the gaps that aren't there in flavor yeah, in that. and texture. And I mean, yeah. I don't know. Does does watery hot sauce have a texture? Don't say so, yes, dude, watery. No, we, we, <laughs> we talk about this all the time, how like an ingredient that people don't think about is water. You yeah, add yeah, a couple yeah. drops of water to a salad sometimes, course, it like yeah. opens it up. You add some water to say a pasta that has gotten a little bit congealed. It like opens everything up. Getting wet into your food Mm -hmm. sometimes it's the goal I like wetting my food with hot sauce I'm not ashamed I think maybe that's it too I think maybe it breaks up the monotony monotony of like creaminess or breaks up the monotony of like uh, soupiness yeah maybe that's what hot sauce does for me well that's where you get into stuff like uh, sriracha here like sriracha Mm -hmm. it it took out uh, Texas Pete in the first round and then lost to Frank's Red Hot the thing about sriracha is like it doesn't one give you that acid but two it doesn't give you the wet because it's it's more of a paste yeah it's it's thick yeah and sriracha, so many people, we we will get to this later, but we're doing a hot sauce-themed opinion casserole <laughs> at the end of this. But one of the most common ones is people just saying, sriracha is so overrated. Mm, I don't think it's overrated. Have you had sriracha and mac and cheese? There's no better hot sauce for mac and cheese than sriracha. None. It's Zero. perfect. It's, it's, the, gar- it's yeah. the garlic and the chili and the so, fermenti in it. So good. And it's great. But it satisfies <laughs> such a different world than all these other hot sauces. But yeah. it's become one of the ubiquitous, like what I call like a table sauce or utility sauce. Yeah. A hot sauce you put on absolutely everything. I can put sriracha on every single cuisine, I believe, and it'll really? be delicious. Yes. I don't know. Sriracha on Mexican food, it tastes funny to me. I like it. It's the sugar in it. It's the mm. sugar in the sriracha that doesn't mesh well mm. for me. And the fact that I love wet with Mexican food. I mean, think yeah. about I. I for, The other day, I made some like uh, al pastor tacos at home. Uh-huh. Uh, and I had a really nice salsa on it. But all I was craving was that thin, watery chile de arbol yeah, salsa. The- from the cart from the cart man from the truck <laughs> and that you know it's you, you bite into the fatty meat and then you get this just rush of pure chili heat brightness yeah. bitterness and you go yeah, I know you what you mean. You suck that out and it's beautiful. And that's why I think Tapatio beats out Cholula in my grand, in my grand, uh, what is this called? A bracket? Is this <laughs> yeah, sports? yeah, yeah, your, sports? your internal, yeah, a bracket. Sports bracket. Yeah, they even call the study of this bracketology. Bracketology. I, I thought that was about bracketo- your bron- bronchitis or something. <laughs> no, that's brachiology. Oh, And I class. played that in Scrabble last night. Brachiology? Actually, no, I didn't, but I did. Julia thought she got me because she, she she played hand on a triple word, uh-huh. which is fine. You know, H is worth four, so it gets a lot. Uh-huh. But then on the other triple word, going down I hit handmade and just dropped just like a 60 say, burger on it I was just to say this is very handmade tale if you guys yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been yeah, watching I've, a lot of handmade tale I've been playing a lot of Scrabble uh, <laughs> life's really exciting for me right now That's but anyways good. Cholula winning Rhett and Link's hot sauce tournament do you do you take any do you think they got anything wrong here Um, for them no Yeah. for me yes 
You think Tapatio, <laughs> you think Tapatio should claim the rightful spot. You think that they should have won I the head-to-head th- matchup against Tulula. See, that's the thing. I don't know. I think Tapatio and Sriracha should have been head-to-head. Oh, I int- think you're that, cutting out the entire American delegation. Yeah, I you know, American hot sauces have their space and they have their deliciousness, they have their goodness. But I think sriracha serves a really, really great purpose, a does. grand purpose, and Tapatio does the same. Mm-hmm. And this was to find the best hot sauce of all time, a goat hot sauce. I love Crystal. It's probably number three in my list, but I don't think it's the goat. I think Tapatio's goat and I think sriracha's goat and then I think Crystal's goat. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Dude, I'm going to 21 Savage with my nephew, Keon, and we are so hyped to see him, you have no idea. Uh, While you're doing that, Nicole, I'm going to be storming through the party like my name is El Nino, because I'm going to be seeing some 41 (laughs) skate punk is back, and it's not pop punk, it is skate punk, but also they have so many more artists to choose from. You got Alanis Morissette, Cage the L, Nicole, you're not ready for this one. Who is it? The Kids Bob Kids, baby. No way. <laughs> Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. That's right. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. That's LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to buy now. To pick from this list, one hot sauce to use for the rest of your life. Ugh. Everything else goes away. Which one are you picking? Ugh, right no, now, Nicole. Right now. I don't now. want it. I don't want to. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going to say Tapatio. I, I am too. Know. I don't know why. I, no, I am too. I, and now that I'm thinking about it, like if I, a Cholula for me is a perfectly like neutral, it's a very good hot sauce. Yeah, but it's got it's salt. It's got boring. acid. It's got spice. It's a little boring. It's a little boring for me. I want to, I want to wake up with the, un yeah. día sin chile es un día sin sol, Nicole. A day yeah. without chile is a dilly. Is a dilly without what? I don't know. A day without chile is a day without sun. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yes. God dang right. And yeah. I think t- Tapatio gives you that chili character and heat. That said, I'd, I'm not mad about Cholula. I thought they were going to pick something really dumb. Sometimes it happens. You know, I trust Rhett and Link's opinions. Like what? Like Sometimes what it happens. Sometimes val- you like Valentina? I don't know. They'll be like, well, I had Tabasco on, you know, a barbecue growing up. So Tabasco wins. And Tabasco is a perfectly fine hot sauce. Tabasco's no bad hot good on here. one thing. I'm going to tell you. Eggs. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> just breakfast. Uh, I don't know. Like Valentina, I feel like, got shafted at the last. Yeah. yeah. Valentina's a great all-purpose Mexican-style hot sauce that no one talks about. I agree with that. Uh, Valentina on Mariscos. You go to like the, the yes. ceviche trucks yes. up in the valley. You get the big bottle of Valentina there. Really good on pollo and carne asada. So good. But that that brings up the fact that like these hot sauces are all perfect for the things that you put them on, right? Mm-hmm. Which I think the story of Sriracha to me is really, really funny because, you know, we talked about it being an Asian hot sauce. I mean, it was founded by a Vietnamese refugee in America in um, Irwindale, Irwindale, California, yeah. out in like, you know, the East Valley. Uh, I went there. I uh, went to a racetrack there. Did you see the facility where? Yeah, made I did. Oh, and and also they, they caused like a crazy fumes to come out of that. And the city like tried to sue them. Oh, my god, It's gosh. a whole thing. But uh, Sriracha, it's like, you know, it's now traveled its way back to, you know, uh, East and Southeast Asia. No way. Yeah, but it's like not necessarily, like the island of Sriracha in Thailand, they are known for making hot sauce, but it's not necessarily like the Hoi Fong Foods hot sauce, which is Vietnamese. So it's just like kind of really beautiful, you know, like American uh, immigrant success story. Um, And now it's just totally ubiquitous. And I can't imagine eating, say, Panda Express even without Sriracha. Or I think about the Kogi trucks, the Korean-Mexican fusion, Mm -hmm. how much Sriracha just goes so beautifully on that. So there's like a time and place for all these hot sauces. Like I said, with Tabasco, diners, baby, IHOP, 
You want hot sauce? Here's Tabasco. That's all we got. David put sriracha on his warm sabzi. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Every this, this man literally might as well just have a ring that pops out and squirts out sriracha. Because so he's funny. so obsessed with it. He eats oh. it with everything. Kebab. He eats it with burrito bowls. He eats it with korma sabzi. He eats it with eggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Hurricane Nicole Dean over here. <laughs> well, like, is there a hot sauce in uh, Persian food? No, Persians don't eat anything spicy. That's wild. But I just mean, pepper. Just pepper? Just pepper. But yeah, I mean, there's so much like acid and, and sourness yeah, and, and it, yeah. bitterness in Persian food. So it's like it has that balance to me. Yeah. But like we, I mean, growing up in LA, it's like you go to a taco truck. I love spicy food. Yeah. I want to put that on my grilled meats. So I agree with that. Do you know what my actual favorite hot sauce is? I'm going to tell you right now. It's You ever have a pepperoncini? Yes. And you bite the top <laughs> no, of the pepperoncini? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? Oh, the best hot sauce in the world is when you bite into a pepperoncini and then that liquid spills out and then you just let the liquid <laughs> fall out of your mouth onto no, the No, not soup. the mouth. I'm not a heathen. Well, you, you like juice top, it. You bite the top of the pepperoncini <laughs> and then it has a liquid inside of it from the pickling and then you flip over the pepperoncini and then you rub it and then the seeds and the water from the pepperoncini comes out and then that's your hot sauce. Do you know in Hawaii, one of their like biggest hot sauce is basically that. They call it chili pepper water. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's literally, it's its a very, very thin, it's just kind of like lightly inflected, it's almost infused with the chilies, and it's basically that. You would just be drinking that. You'd be so happy in Hawaii. That's my favorite hot sauce. With the chili Pepperoncini pe- water <laughs> from In-N-Out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, those aren't pepperoncinis. Those are the little peppers. What? That no one knows what they're called. What are they called? I don't know, but, but you know what I'm talking about. But you find out what they're called. Pepper- one, pepperoncini in Italian literally means crushed red pepper. Oops. Right, so you go to Italy and you go like, "Hey, give me some some pepperoncino." Sorry, Italian followers. <laughs> it's crushed red pepper. But then, like, you go to I don't know, like any Italian deli mm-hmm. and get a sandwich, and you get the pepperoncini, and those are those little pickled thin peppers. You yeah. order Papa, jo- sorry, I bashed your <laughs> microphone. You order Papa John's, they give you a single hot pepperoncino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of it, which yeah. that's a great hot sauce, the hot steamed Papa John's pepperoncino. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, and you get it all on the pizza. Uh, but no, I don't know what the peppers at In-N-Out are called because they're smaller and they're thicker. I just like to call it all-purpose pepperoncino, man. I feel that. It's all-purpose pepperoncino. Yeah, I think that's... I'm, screw Tapatio. <laughs> I am team pepperoncini water. But actually, bottled hot sauce, I love Tapatio. And there's really no... That's your number one. This is my love letter to Tapatio, man. This is all this podcast is about. I, I have my answer. What and is it's, it? It's been my answer for a long time. And it took me a lot of soul-searching to get there. Is it on this list? It is not on this list. Oh it gosh, is not on this what list. What is it? Arizona Gunslinger oh, Red Jalapeno Hot Sauce. Oh, I yeah, Shout out good. to <laughs> college roommate and great friend Marcus Bagley uh, for being the one to first introduce me to this. He and I, we at some point had like 45 different bottles of hot sauce wow. in our college apartment. If you can imagine the amount of light beer and hot sauce and frozen taquitos in that house, the acid <laughs> reflux was through the roof, baby. Oh, acid Lord. reflux higher than the GPA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Arizona Gunslinger has the perfect combination of like salt, acid and spice but not only that the actual chili pulp because it's Mm -hmm. thicker like you see the seeds you see the pepper flesh it's actually really good it's so good in their whole line they have a green one that's really fantastic they do a chipotle habanero one Mm -hmm. that's really good there's a straight habanero one that I thought I don't know if you remember like a week and a half ago yeah yeah, I was making like a quesadilla for snackies and I thought I was putting the Arizona Gunslinger jalapeno on there. It turns mm-hmm. out it was the habanero one. Yep, yep, yep. And then I had to start eating the ice cream straight yeah, out I of the remember. pint. And I then was I was there. yeah, I was drooling into the trash can. Yeah, I remember. I was yeah, yeah, literally yeah. there. Yeah. Uh I, I bought all those hot sauces for the office because we know how much we love it. It's great. Yeah, it's but, great. But you're still taking Tapatio over Arizona Gunslinger. It's more readily 
available and accessible. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. I think it's maybe 49 cents at the 99 cent <laughs> store. Sure. It's cheap. It's delicious. It serves its purpose. I'm a little bit biased because maybe I worked for them for a little bit. But like, uh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I worked for Tapatio for a little bit, but that's beside the point. I just think it's delicious and it's good and it serves its purpose well and it makes food yummier. How hot should hot sauce be? Do not you think there's hot. a limit? Uh, not too hot. <laughs> Enough to make your tongue tingle a little bit. Like if you start sweating from eating a hot sauce or if you need like a supplemental like thing mm-hmm. to put in your mouth, it's too spicy. I don't know, but sometimes I want to ride the lightning. I don't. I mean, I'm not talking about hot sauces like Da Bomb. You look at the later rounds of hot ones. I tried Da Bomb one time, and it was like poison. It yes, was really bad. It, it gives your body an immediate reaction where it's like vacate immediately. It was really Thing bad. bad. I tried it, and I literally, I, I was like running. I was like running, looking for a banana, looking for a piece of bread. I was like panicking. I was like, ah! <laughs> that was me saying, I need to help. I need help. Do you want to know the story of the first time I had Da Bomb? I would love to. I I can't tell if this actually happened or if it's a weird transplanted memory but I was like eight years old at my local Chinese restaurant called Ho Toys and I was there and uh, it was you know $2.99 for like a or yeah they did a teriyaki chicken bowl but it was fried like orange chicken but covered in teriyaki sauce and it was pretty tasty Uh, but they would give you the um, chili garlic paste which I think is marketed as sambal olek I love sambal olek. But it's like, it may or may not be actual sambal olek. Does it have chicken on it? The rooster, yeah. I mean, that's Hoi Fong. That's a sriracha brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But anyways, they would give me that. And I remember asking one day, I had just discovered my love for spice as a little baby boy. And I was like, do you have anything spicier than this? And there was like a teen mopping in the back. And he perks up and goes like, I got something spicy you can try. And again, I'm like a little child. And here is what I imagined was a teen worker. Uh, And then I was just like, okay. And he comes out with a bottle of Da Bomb. What? This dude just had it on him in the... I don't know what his deal was. If you remember this, if you remember a small baby boy that you served the bomb hot sauce to, creating just an absolute insurance nightmare, because that stuff can kill you. Oh, my gosh. And, he, and the thing is, I and he was like, yo, just dip a little toothpick in it, put the chicken on the toothpick and eat it. And I did, and I just remember my mouth being on fire. But at that point, I thought, like, that made you a man because I was a little eight-year-old boy and I didn't have a healthy model of masculinity uh-huh. to look up to, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I thought that, like, this was a taste of manhood. And so I thought I enjoyed the bomb until I was about 12 years old. And then I watched Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off and it reframed the way that I think about gender and food. Uh, and then, anyways, that's my TED Talk. That was really good. <laughs> I'm sorry that that happened to you. That sounds really bad. That no, it was, like, it was like a great experience. It was he he wanted to share his love of spice. And there are chili heads out there. That like it? Yeah. Who? Oh. Well, I, I don't know if anyone likes the flavor of the bomb because one of the other opinion casseroles that we got when we put our call out there, uh, so many people were just like, hot sauce for the sake of heat is just sadistic and stupid. And the bomb specifically is the worst example of that. And I think I agree with that. Because it is demonic. It's even, demonic sauce. Even some other hot sauces that are incredibly hot, like um, Hot One's The Last Dab. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. got an I've incredible- I've never tried it before. Dude, it's like mustard-based. It's just yeah. flavorful and delicious. It's too hot to consistently eat on anything. Uh-huh. But I'm wondering like what that line is, because I, I love the flavor of habanero. Yeah, habanero. me too. There's a ton of habanero hot sauces out there that I love, and I would have them closer to my favorites if I could eat more of them. Like mm-hmm. El, El Yucateco Red. I, I could eat El Yucateco Red- all- Easily. I But, like, I, I can't dump it as much as I dump Gunslinger, you know what I mean? Uh, to yeah, me, that yeah, takes yeah. off the table. Because I want to dump on every bite. <laughs> but, El, you could take a red. There's another you wanna, one. You want to get that one clean? What? Yeah, I want to take a dump on every bite. Maggie, get that clean. I want to take a dump. <laughs> one more time, one more time. One yeah, more time. I want to dump. I want a spicy dump 
on every bite. Thank you. <laughs> I really wanted you to get that clean and clear. You ever have Melinda's XX Extra Hot? It's not a pornography themed hot sauce. No, but I had Melinda's Ghost Pepper Wing Sauce yeah, that the guys hot. tried on the show. It's so good. It's so good. Melinda's does oh an incredible God. job. Oh my God, it was so good, but it was so spicy. I had to eat a piece of Wonder Bread after my <laughs> meal. It was really good though. But there, there are a couple of trusted hot sauce brands out there. We talked about this like new wave of small batch artisanal hot sauces out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are, there are a lot of duds, you know, that they're taking there swings and There are a lot misses. of duds. It's just they're using buzzwords. Yeah. Like, uh, like I don't know, like uh, blood orange and mm-hmm. uh, chiltepine pepper. Like, you don't need to put those things in there. Like, I don't need all that stuff. Just give me some good stuff to put on my burgers. That said... What? Um, the brand Mexico Lindo. Mexico Lindo is salsa the chile salsa Well, they have the salsa negra. They have like the salsa habanero. We and have the salsa negra. They have the yeah. uh, salsa chile as well. Uh-huh. And, and chile chile is like one of the most delicious chilies out there. It's like no. a fruitier arbol. Oh, it's so good. I'm talking about those weird hipster brands that I know have like a mean, weird though. like uh, an anthropomorphic snake on it. Yeah, yeah they all have a weird little mascot. Yeah, and... I don't really care about that. Just give me, I, I don't need those buzzwords. I don't need I don't need passion cute. fruit in there. I Unless like, it's really sometimes, good. Sometimes, no, sometimes there's. And we like, found some and we did a whole fruit based hot sauce uh, yeah, bracket and there were some really good ones. There were some amazing ones. There were some real there. duds. There were some, oh my God. I was just like, how, why, why does this exist? Why has this been produced? But, uh, what do I, you want? Strawberries, Fat Cat Strawberry Serrano hot sauce one. Was it my favorite? It was not my favorite. What was your favorite out of the, uh, uh, the tropical my ones? My favorite? Uh, I really liked Dirty Dicks. Dirty Dicks is my favorite. I, I really liked it. I put that in a braise the other day. Wow. I was making like braised short ribs and I wanted that like sweet heat and I mm-hmm. dropped some of a Dirty Dicks tropical twist hot sauce in there. Really good. But my favorite out of all of these when I tried it was the Hippy Dippy Green Hot Sauce by Angry Goat Pepper Company. I also stole the leftover bottle of that and I've been using it at home Those as well. Those are my top two from this list that the guys tried. The Tabasco Raspberry Chipotle tasted like uh, literally tasted it was like co- syrup. It was like a syrup. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. like syrup. Uh, and then some of these, like the Angry Goat Pepperco, the Purple Hippo, was just like way too spicy, right? Anyone, any anything that puts a super hot in there is typically too spicy. However, the Burns and McCoy with the Trinidad Scorpion, disgusting. Yeah, I did not disgusting. know how spicy that was, and I just dipped a fry in it and ate it. And within my body, the way that if you drank a lot of cheap vodka in college and had bad experiences, your body smells cheap vodka now and will have mm. an immediate gag reflex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that with super hot peppers, so anything past a habanero, like I taste Carolina Reaper, and my body knows, and it sends off an alarm <laughs> bell, and I gag, Ugh. which is wild. Um, it's I had amazing. a great the human body, the human body, such a beautiful wonder. That said, uh, this Angry Goat Pepperco, the Hippy Dippy Green Sauce, mm-hmm. it's a freaking kiwi based hot sauce. So gorgeous. It's good, but it's so like it's, it's it's a gimmick, right? Well. If you saw that, you would say that's a gimmick. This I is saw someone past the gimmick. I think well, we you saw taste pa- we tasted yeah, past the gimmick. It tastes good as hell. Yeah, I guess I guess I gotta just get over my like uh, what is it called? Harbingers? Harbinger? No. Is that the wrong word? Harangue. Hard. James Harden. Hard. Hardcore. Hardball with Chris Matthews. No. You gotta like, get past your hardball with Chris Matthews. That's just no. film. My, I don't Pretty know. Good show. It's like a mental block. Like, I just have to get over that mental block. Like, maybe if there's a cute little, like, uh, if there's a cute little puppy on, on the hot sauce <laughs> bottle with his tongue wagging out with X's on his eyes like Mr. Pickles, maybe it's a good hot sauce. Maybe I just gotta tell myself that. Have you ever been to the hot sauce store in the Grove? No. Oh my god. There's a hut. Hot oh my hut. god. Hot sauce hut. 
Do you find have you found any great hot sauces? I in that? got David's. Uh, I actually got David's Valentine's Day present. <laughs> I got him three hot sauces. One of them was Bad Babe. One of them was Ass Blaster, and I think the other one was. Uh, See, those are the ones that I have a mental block about. The ones that at reference the booty hole ever. <laughs> I don't need any of my food to reference the booty hole. Like I don't want to walk into I don't know a nice like salad chain and they're like this is the booty blaster three thousand salad. It's got some nice toasted pepitas and romaine lettuce. Like you, I don't want any food to reference the booty. You never done a colon cleanse? <laughs> no, I, I eat a lot of prunes. Right. I eat you're a lot not, of prunes. You're just on a constant Do you colon think, cleanse. So so there's a lot of people talking about sriracha being overrated. <laughs> don't talk about my colon. I'm moving on from that. Everyone's trying to find the quote unquote next sriracha, which like you can talk about how problematic it is that we try and just find any ingredient from another part of the world and say it's the next whatever ingredient from another part of the world. Uh-huh. However, uh-huh. however, yes. there's another sauce. Well, it's not a sauce, which which we'll get into. Paste? Kochujang. Oh, I love kochujang, yeah. I love kochujang, too. Is kochujang a hot sauce? No. No. It's a paste. I mean, it's a it's a paste made from fermented uh, soybean, soybean glutinous, glutinous rice, actually, is what gives it the texture. Yeah. Um, but I think it's really funny when people, like, try and pit sriracha, which is, I mean, essentially an American-made hot sauce meant to be a condiment mm-hmm. uh, that's in the style of Southeast Asian hot sauces versus kochujang, which is, like, an ingredient, you know, that's meant to be used. When you cut it with vinegar and, I believe, a little bit of sugar, it turns into chokochujang, okay. which is uh, typically eaten with um, Korean sushi, hui dopbap. Kimbap? Uh, no, hue. I don't know what hue is. It's like Korean raw fish. It's like oh, typically yum. served. It's this like thinned out vinegared version of kochujang. Oh, yum. Okay. Uh, and it's absolutely delicious. Um, but I think it's weird when people are taking just like straight kochujang paste and like spreading it on stuff. And I like, don't. This is a th- or like even mixing it with mayonnaise. It is not good. Kochujang and mayonnaise is a bad combination to me. It's okay. I think you need to have at least uh, 80% mayonnaise to 20% gochujang. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I think a, a lot of the world, they they don't use harissa. Harissa is another harissa, example yeah, of this, uh-huh. right? It's yeah, yeah. not a hot sauce. No, it's not. It's, it's not a hot sauce. You could make a harissa hot sauce. You can. You, you could make a gochujang can. hot sauce. But I think a lot of people are just like reaching at any uh, what is perceived from an American lens as foreign spicy thing and being like, this is an extra Sriracha. Someone like tweeted at me saying Harissa is the next Sriracha. Uh-huh. I'm like, Harissa been around for thousands of years, yeah. man. It don't need to be the next Sriracha. Yeah, I think Sriracha is going to last forever. Like, I hope so. Uh, I like think it deserves Stonehenge. It. <laughs> Sriracha is the Stonehenge of hot sauces. But what, what other hot sauces from like around the world, different cultures are things mm. that you really enjoy? That's a great question. I can't really think about that off the top of my head, unfortunately. What about you? Let me uh, think. I mean, think about like the Indi- Indonesian sambals. What is it? Um, Sambal... Oh my God! With sambal, the lemongrass? No, there's this. Uh, it's a f- sambal terasi. Sambal terasi. Never had it before. It is a fermented shrimp paste sambal, uh, and it is absolutely dank. But again, it's not really. I mean, it's not like a hot sauce as we think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's you know a a paste that you you add to things and a condiment. Um, I think that is absolutely fantastic. Um, love me just some good old fashioned Thai sweet chili sauce. Yeah, you know, actually, but, I'm not the biggest fan of that. It's the, too not the bottled syrupy. stuff, but if you if oh, you get the why. stuff that's like made fresh with a lot of that toasted fried chili that's ground in there, mm-hmm. and then you put that on the um, the the fried chicken, okay. like that's an absolutely fantastic combination. But like the world of hot sauces, it's so vast and wide. There's there are so all the many. Peruvian peppers. Oh my gosh, yeah, ahi amarillo. Love ahi amarillo. There's actually this one restaurant that's in uh, the South Bay. It's called De Sol. And I don't know exactly what kind of cuisine it is. I think it might be it might be Dominican food. I think it might be Cuban food. They have this amazing hot sauce that's like very watery. Mm-hmm. And it's very orange. And it has pure seeds of I don't know what kind of chili on there. But every time I go to the South Bay, I put I go to that restaurant. Is it not Brazilian? It's not Brazilian. It's not Brazilian. It's not Brazilian, but it's this beautiful, bright 
orange like separated hot sauce at every single table and you have to shake the bottle. If you if you are from San Francisco and you know what I'm talking about, you let me know, please. I say South Bay? That's down. Yeah, South Bay's down. North Bay, up. North North up, South down. Sorry, guys. I meant to say North Bay, San Francisco. (laughs) I'm not very good at uh, things right now, but (laughs) that's the best hot sauce. Uh, I mean, any Caribbean scotch bonnet-based hot sauce. I mean, scotch bonnet, a lot of people think it's the same as a habanero. It's a slightly different lineage from it. Um, You know what I really like? Calypso sauce. Calypso sauce. Yes, Matuk's Calypso sauce. I love Calypso sauce. That's my new answer. Screw it. (laughs) Honestly, no, but I mean, we use hot sauces for different things. Like Arizona Gunslinger is a pure red chili flavor. It tastes like red in the same way that Jolly Rancher red tastes like red. (laughs) This tastes like chili red, but Matuk's tastes like yellow. It tastes like Matuk's Calypso sauce. It's this beautiful, bright Caribbean hot sauce. So good. Chock full of scotch bonnets. Absolutely. Shout out to Dottil Peppers out there too from St. Petersburg, (laughs) Florida. Shout out to the Fatali pepper. Shout out to the ricotto pepper of Peru. God, I need some hot sauce right now. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Nicole, we've heard what you and I have to say. Now it's time to find out what other wacky ideas are rattling out there in the Twitterverse. It's time for a segment we call Opinions, Opinions Are Like Casseroles. Hot Sauce Edition, Triple Extreme, Ass Blaster 3000. Oh, God, I don't like it. It makes me so uncomfortable. All right, yeah, so like we said, we reached out to people and we uh, I got Ass Blaster on the brain. Gross. Uh, and we asked people for their hot sauce hot takes. I think a lot of people have them. Hot sauce hot takes. <laughs> that sounds fun. Hot to sauce say. ass takes. <laughs> uh, so we are. We're gonna start off with friend of the show Mika Burton. Shout out to Mika. Oh yes, Mika Burton. Hello, Mika. If you're listening, I would I would like to hang out with you. Okay, continue. Heat for the sake of heat is missing the point of hot sauce. If you're trying to prove how high of a spice you can stand rather than enjoying slash enhancing a dish, then just eat the sauce. Don't waste the food. Mm-hmm. I maybe. I don't know. I have I have mixed feelings about this. I do too. Mika, I'm sorry. I have mixed feelings about this. Um, I think the pain of the hot sauce can actually change your experience with the food and everything else you're enjoying. And I'm yeah. mostly talking about when I'm not sober. Uh-huh. Okay. That one of my favorite things to do is uh, to be, you know, a little bit tipsy, responsibly, responsibly of course. Responsibly tipsy. Uh-huh. And then I go to, um, what is, God, what is that Korean, Korean dive bar that I love? Oh, I know. What's it called? I don't know, but I know. Yeah, yeah, the one with the with the with the concrete everywhere. Yeah, it's like all wood, all concrete everywhere. Go to the Korean dive bar, dancing saw, and they have something called fire chicken, and you eat it, and your mouth is burning for the next several several hours. Uh, My favorite thing to do is eat that fire chicken, and I'm a little tipsy. I'm drinking beer, the beer's cooling it down, it makes the beer taste different, and I'm just sweating into a bowl of soup. And it's that extreme spice that makes the soup and the beer 
taste different and better. And to me, hmm. that is an experience that I absolutely love. And you get the topoki in there. Oh, Interesting. God. So I have a little bit of a different scenario. So I remember very spicy foods that I eat. Like yeah, I yeah. have a very distinct memory. Like one time I went and got hot wings after Disneyland with my sister and her best friend and her best friend's sister. And mm. I just remember very vividly the, 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 ling, the, the sentence, my pores are opening <laughs> from spiciness. And like it's those little things that like those are the memories you associate with doing something really dramatic, like eating a very spicy yeah. hot sauce. Like whenever I took, like I like I took my best friend to Jitlada, and she's like not the most adventurous eater. I took it there, and I got some of the spicy things on the menu, and both of our noses were watering, and we're like, oh, this is horrible! I can't believe we're doing this, but it's a memory. So I think it's adventurous. I think it's yeah. being able to be adventurous without skydiving in yeah, a weird yeah. way. It's it's fun. No, I agree. You yeah. get a physical adrenaline rush yeah. from the members. I, but I, I also see the point of like railing against the machismo yeah. aspect of it for where it's sure. like, oh, you can't handle spice, you know, uh, and like dogging on people for that, which is really stupid. But that said, sometimes it's fun to ride the lightning, man. Sometimes it is. Every now and then I understand it. But also I'm a girl with GI issues, so I can't have fun <laughs> like that anymore. I also <laughs> found, found myself once taking a group of eight people to love to eat Thai. Oh, yum. You know, I've never been there. We, we got to go, Can honestly. Can you please take me? I, some of the best sites. Uh, all Thank Southern you. Thai. And, you know, very, very spicy. Um, but I, I didn't think it was anything people couldn't handle. Five out of the eight people straight up took one bite of the crab curry, oh, uh, the shoot. Phuket style crab curry, and said, I can't physically take another bite. <gasps> And so, and like, then I was looking at the procession of dishes that were to come, and I was like, oh, that's spicy. That papaya salad, that's real spicy. Oh, no. Uh, and so it was just like me and two other people being like, oh, I'm sorry, stuffing our faces with jade noodles. Oh, and it man. was fantastic. All right. Sam Schoen at Nifin says, I, genu- I genuinely do not care what brand hot sauce a diner has in a bottle. Tapatio, Tabasco, Cholula, Red Hot. As long as it has some oomph to my hash browns, I am happy. Okay. I love this. A pure hot sauce neutralist. There's some out there. I, and I, and I, I don't necessarily disagree with it. Uh, would you, if you were at a diner and you just want to put some, because I, I, even when I'm at a diner, I mix the hot sauce with ketchup. Oh, okay. And so I especially don't really care what brand they have. No, all I, well, I don't really care either. I just kind of, regardless of what restaurant I go to, I always say, do you have hot sauce? Yeah. And then they say, we have this, 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 and this. And I say, bring them all. Yeah. That's yeah. how I It's am. when they're like, I, we don't have Coke. We only, I'm like, I don't care. I need the fizzy brown chemical liquid in my mouth. Yeah. I just, I need, I need the spice to add the oomph to my hash browns. And I really respect and yeah. appreciate this. I mean, I don't eat at a lot of diners. I'm not going to lie. I don't, I don't actually I'm either. A, I'm not a diner person. But whenever I go it's like, out to it's eat. It's like a twice a year thing for me. Yeah. Whenever I go out to eat, chances are that they will have two bottled hot sauces and two homemade hot sauces. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where? Restaurants? I kind of know what you mean, though. Places, yeah, yeah. places I, that I eat, eat at? I eat mostly Mexican and Thai food, so yeah, yeah. I get like, it. Like, uh, there's, there's either like a little cart, not a cart, but the little pulley thing, you know uh-huh. what I mean? The round thing that yeah, you, yeah. that's like a, I don't know, I don't know what it's called. Uh, so there's typically hot sauces there, but sometimes they have some in the back and you have to ask them. And then uh, they bring out some hot sauces that they make themselves, which I really, really enjoy. And then they have some bottled stuff, too, that I'm down to try, too. Love that. Love the hot sauce neutralist. All right, this is really interesting. We got at MPBX3003, acid and heat should be separate functions, like spicing and salting. <laughs> Sorry, Tony C's. <laughs> That's really interesting to me. And then they said they can't really vibe with vinegar-forward hot sauces for that reason, because they either want pure pepper or acid. It doesn't need to be mixed together. Interesting. See, because whenever I associate hot sauce with being spicy first and mm, vinegary second. Intra- I have the opposite, where I'm mostly adding hot sauce. I mean, I always want my food to be spicy, mm-hmm. but I'm mostly adding hot sauce for the acid and the vinegar. Really? Yeah, which is why but a lot of oil... hot sauce. I don't care what it's called. Huh? I care what it does to me. I care how it makes me feel on the inside. And that's why <laughs> I generally don't vibe super... Like, I love Laogan Ma, the, the chili crisp. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, for sure. But to me, it, it misses, like, the acid that I want if that's 
traditionally what I want in a dish. Yeah, but whenever I'm having laogo and mas, it's typically on top of something that has that acid that already. That's, or, that's or a food that about. doesn't. Like my uh, putting laogo and ma, I have a very strong sense memory of going to Mian. Mian mm-hmm. are, are my favorite uh, noodles in, um, it's, what is it, uh, Jajang Mian? Not Jajang Mian. I don't know, but it's uh, the the spicy Sichuan noodles uh, and okay. just loading the lao ma on top of that yeah. and just slurping it. And there's so much just like fat and spice and a little bit of acid in that broth. And then just that like dusky, chili nuttiness coming through on that lao ma just yeah. sets it off and it's absolutely beautiful. But that said, typically I'm there for the acid. Sometimes I dip my bread in lao ma. <laughs> <It's really laughs> That's good. good as hell. It's really good. But yeah, I, in some places do. Um, I'm thinking about you go to Filipino spot in Silver Lake. Uh, Mamster. Mamster. I don't think it's open anymore, actually. Well, man, uh, RIP Mamster. Um, but, I mean, they have just, you know, seasoned coconut vinegar that you can add to your food. Oh, yum. And that's really fantastic. And and so I get the separate acid and spice thing. And I think it's something we should explore more. Yeah, but you ever go to Thai food places and they have, like, a big jar full of vinegar and chili peppers on top? Yeah. Yeah, that's That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah, doing that's the same good. Thing. I like that. I like it, too. I like it. I'm a big fan. But I also just, like normalizing adding crushed dried chilies to the table like at Thai restaurants. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm down. Mm. Okay, at A underscore JJ says, every single meal you should consume throughout the day should have hot sauce slash spice. Sometimes I don't add hot sauce, but I'll grill a serrano or a habanero on the side with a meal. You know, again, as a woman with GI issues, (laughs) I don't have the ability to live like that. Sometimes I need to eat some plain stuff. Also, I don't know about you, Josh, but my palate gets blown out sometimes because I've been nope. eating so much fun stuff. I'm doing so many fun things. I just need some clean, normal food that doesn't have any spice to it, something that my palate can enjoy, and then I can eat spicy stuff later. I put hot sauce on almost everything I eat, though, mm. but sometimes, like, maybe in the morning and maybe at the nighttime, but, like, I need at least one meal that's, like, a buffer that happens, to like, that happens to me like once a month. I know what you mean. Your yeah. palate gets blown out. We're, yeah. we are eat, we have, a I mean, one, a fridge full of like 50 hot sauces in sure. the kitchen. Yeah. We're eating so much good stuff all the time. Generally very rich, very acidic, very spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, the other day I was just craving a nice piece of fish with like a very dill heavy uh, warm potato salad. Yum. And I made that. And I was like, why is this the thing I'm craving? Just like plain fish and like a mustardy you know, a uh, dilly herbaceous potato salad, but it was, and it like reset my palate. And it was like, all right, cool. Let's get a giant like birria burrito after that. But I get that. I get that. Like uh, not every single meal should have spice. That said for me in practice, it's like 96%. Yeah. I do add a lot of hot sauces to my foods, but my tummy gets mad at me afterwards. Nah. You should read the next one. <laughs> my tummy's like coated with just a, an epoxy. You should read the next one. Cause it basically touches on what I just said. All right. We got friend of the show. <laughs> Such a good friend. Shout out to the vulgar chef, Kyle Marku. If it's good going in, it's going to be better coming out. I hate you. Talk about ass blaster 3000. I hate you. I love you, but sometimes I hate it, you. This, okay. Well, no, let's let's be serious, Nicole. We're we're amateur scientists here. Um, this is <laughs> this is a reality that you have to face. And there was only one time where it really affected my day-to-day life. Uh, and that was after I had a Johnny Ray Zone from Howlin' Ray's original Howlin' recipe. Oh my gosh. And it turns out he's using pure capsaicin extract at the time. He no longer does that, but this is why he was testing it and decided to use me as a lab rat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that combined with all the oil. Create a sort of you know fiery oil slick situation. You ever watch a drag racing car take off oh and the tire? Tra- Hold on. You ever watch a drag racing car take off and like the tire tracks actually have flames on them because of the friction and the residue? Uh-huh. That was what it was like for me the next day, and I physically could not sit down at work. Oh. I was I was doing my I was an assistant editor for a publication, and I was a standing desk all day. And oh my it gosh! Was wild. That sounds disgusting. So yeah, in short. 
Yeah, Kyle, you're right. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> All right. Atomic underscore steel says, just because I can't eat anything spicier than Frank's Red Hot does not mean I'm a little baby or evolutionary weak. I don't care what my roommate says. You need to get out of that house, baby. That I don't care toxic. what your roommate says either. That They're is, mean. That is that is toxic. And you know what? You are no less of a person because of your hot sauce tolerance. You are accepted. You are loved. Don't worry about it. Just get out of the house because I don't want your roommate to talk to you like that. That's that rude. said, like, also, you know, step up your game. Maybe do a little training. No, I'm no, just saying. Have, no, no, no. I'm you just saying. Listen, if you're physically <laughs> incapable of doing something, don't force yourself to do it. Life is so beautiful. There's so many experiences you can have. Having hot sauce is not one of them. If anything, you're evolutionarily smarter because capsaicin <laughs> is literally a plant's poison, defense right? mechanism yeah. to be like, don't eat this. I'm going to poison you and make you hurt. Mm-hmm. And then through some weird reverse evolutionary evolutionary trick, we, like, derive pleasure from that pain and we we're like, Weirdos. suck it, peppers. We're going to eat you uh, and just scar our mouths and our buttocks. Weirdos. All right. We got at Maddie J at CBUS Punk. Hottest take is using a hot sauce with a high sugar content like sriracha to slather meats for searing and roasting. Due to the caramelization that occurs with the sugars, creates a wonderful sweet with a hint of spice flavor profile. Highly recommend. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah for bro. sure. Oh. I love to glaze my bacon with sriracha and brown sugar. That it's killer. The way that Kochujang glazes meats uh, is absolutely unrivaled, and that's because of the sugar and also the glutinous rice yeah. creating that texture. Like just a straight gochujang, or do you thin it out with water? I, I typically add. I, I'll make like a braise or something, uh-huh. uh, and then I'll make sure there's like a little bit of sugar in that braise, and then I'll add that to the pot and let that reduce. And as it reduces, I'll add the gochujang in it to get it to the point where it like completely becomes a dry glaze on that, uh, and do that to. To like short ribs, uh, you know, any sort of pork, absolutely delicious. Or I'll just, I mean, I use it in a lot of marinades. Like the other day, I just took chicken breast, just kind of using whatever I had in my kitchen, sliced it really thin, added like ginger, onion, garlic, gochujang, a little yeah. bit of soy, a little bit of vinegar, a oh, little bit of honey, seared that off super hot. <sighs> and it was delicious. just, oh, the glaze. Yeah, I totally agree with this. This is an amazing opinion. Way to go. Okay, Taco Bell underscore killer says Tabasco is really good if you want a vinegary hot sauce. People act like it's some garbage, but it's a damn barrel-aged fermented hot sauce. If you told someone how it's made but not the name, they would think it's some some gourmet product. Yes. That's a good Preach. point. Yeah. Squirrel. I have biases. Squirrel. 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 The moldy jam restaurant. <laughs> Squirrel, okay, they're really good. They're a foundational restaurant of LA. Whatever. But I was at Squirrel the other day and it was like, do you want to add lacto-fermented oh. hot sauce for one dollar? And it was a thimble. A thimble of lacto-fermented hot sauce. <laughs> we are scientists. We lacto-ferment our hot sauce and let our jam grow mold. Uh, but no, lacto-fermented, one, that's anything that's fermented. Pickles, the pickles at McDonald's are lacto-fermented for crying out loud. Uh, and so, yeah, so is sriracha. So is Tabasco. And I agree with this. Tabasco has a very unique flavor profile yeah. that is good on certain things. I get it. It's an old school. It was your dad's hot sauce. Yeah. No one wants to listen to your dad's records or eat your dad's hot sauce. But put some damn respect on the lacto-fermented Tabasco name. God dang it. Amen. Woo! Preach, All brother. Up. All right. At Sid O'Frey, eating hot and spicy food isn't a personality, and spice doesn't need to... Let me hit it. Spice doesn't need to be... <laughs> Why am I so bad at doing the clapping thing? I don't know. Spice doesn't need to... <laughs> white man. I don't know, white boy. <laughs> eating hot, spicy food is not a personality, and spice doesn't need to be in every single dish. There we go. You're welcome. Uh, well, if eating hot and spicy food isn't a personality, then... then Honey, I'm... I ain't got no personality. Honey, I got nothing. <laughs> I'm just a blank slate. Yep. 
no, I agree with this. But, you know, it's it's like a shared bond that people can have. Yeah, I think people that enjoy spicy food together uh, grow closer. I think so. You know, it's, sure. yeah, like you said, it's kind of a bit of a risk-taking yeah, behavior. And I'm justifying that because yeah. I embody all the things wrong with hot sauce culture. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> you can extrapolate on that later. Oh, all right. But keep, keep going with this now. We'll, we'll talk about that later. At Mustache underscore kit says Valentina slept on. The black bottle extra spice is a game changer. I agree Valentina slept on. Literally said that like five minutes ago. Yeah. The no, black no, bottle. Right. What is this black bottle? Valentina black bottle? Oh, this is extra hot. Extra hot Valentina. Is it good? It's good, yeah. Because I mean like Valentina, t- tons of acid, tons of chili flavor. I think it it is lacking a little bit in heat sometimes. If you want a little bit extra, still tons of flavor in the black bottle extra hot. It, it's it's really good. Valentina, if you've never had Valentina, um, really get a good. bottle. It's, it's just good stuff. Yeah, try it out. It's got more acid than tapatio. It's more acidic than tapatio. Mm, but similar dusky chili heat, which really is really like interesting. It. We got we got at Ashland Spove. Fast food restaurants have the best hot sauce in Del Scorcho from Taco or Del Scorcho from Del Taco. Sorry, is God tier. Mm, Del Scorcho is under seasoned. What a take. Uh, but I think hot fast food hot sauces deserve recognition. Okay, what's your favorite fast Taco food? Taco Bell sauce? Fire Sauce. Taco yeah. Bell Fire Sauce. It's it's got because you're never going to get, like, a good artisanal hot sauce that's shelf-stable in the packet, Yeah, right? no one's expecting that. No, yeah. it's, it's got to be syrupy. It's got to be, you know, a little bit processed. Mm-hmm. And to me, Taco Bell fire sauce walks that line of being, like, salty enough, acidic enough. It's got the sugar to make it shelf-stable and enough actual chili puree in there. Del Scorcho, to me, it's it's under-seasoned. It's, it's still good. It's a good hot sauce. <gasps> it's better than, like, a jack-in-the-box taco sauce. I love jack-in-the-box taco sauce! <laughs> <laughs> I love Stop. Oh my god, I could just slurp the packet. Uh, Gustavo Ariano writes uh, a lot about the idea of taco sauce and when like fast food restaurants uh-huh. started making it in like, you know, the early like 60s and 70s and how it's something that like, you know, does not, it doesn't exist in any culinary canon, right? Yeah. It's a pure innovation of the fast food industry yeah, yeah, yeah. that they were like, we're going to take the sweetness of ketchup and then the, the, a little bit of spice <laughs> from it. salsa and then just put that in a little pouch. Have you ever had the Halal Guys hot sauce? Yes. That's killer. What that- is it? It's I don't know. It's spicy as heck. It's really too spicy for me. It is, you get I mean, but it's great because you get that with the creamy. Uh, yeah. What is I believe watered down mayonnaise and sour cream with know. a little bit of allspice in it. Or Maybe something. I think literally it's delicious. Like you take a needle and you put the needle mm-hmm. in the hot sauce packet and then you look in, you're done Ooh, for the day. God, it's, it's good though, so girl. Killer! Oh my god. Uh, you know who loves Laogan Ma? John Cena loves Laogan Ma. I know. You and Trevor talk about that all the time. <laughs> and on that note, thank you for listening to A Hot Dog is a Sandwich. If you want to hear more from us here in the Mythical Kitchen, we got new episodes for you every Wednesday. If you want to be featured on Opinions or Like Casseroles, you can hit us up on Twitter at Mythical Chef or Hendy Zada with the hashtag Opinion Casserole. And for more Mythical Kitchen, check us out on YouTube where we launch new videos every week. And of course, if you want to share pictures of your dishes and your favorite hot sauces, hit us up on Instagram at Mythical Kitchen. We'll see you next time. We should make hot sauce. I've been saying that for years! <laughs> <laughs>